Welcome to Bongo's Bunch. I'm Brock. I'm Harry. And I'm Alex. Disclaimer before we start the episode. This episode talks about death, blood, and detailed accounts of paranormal activity. So if you're sensitive to that topic, uh, click away and come back next week. Let's get let's get started. So first, um, before uh, today, we're going to be talking about the Waverly Hill Sanatorium. Harry's done some research, and he'll be presenting all of that to us, and we're going to talk about that. Um, this segment will be a recurring segment. Um, it's called Spoopy Time. Um, I think it's going to be really fun because I really enjoy paranormal activity and just talking about that kind of stuff. Um, but before we get into the research Harry's done, I think we should talk about our personal belief on paranormal activity. So... I can go first with that. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of, like, agnostic about it, I guess. I believe in it a little bit, but I am very skeptical of a lot of the stuff I hear. Yeah, like most people. Yeah, like, I, I believe that there is stuff out there, you know? Yeah. Like, I believe ghosts and stuff like that, but I'm just super skeptical over a lot of the stuff I hear. Yeah. What about you, Brock? Oh, um... Wasn't the con- the Conjuring movies were like based on real life, right? Is that a demon or a ghost? I haven't seen them. Um, I think they have both demons both. and ghosts. Nice. Yeah, that's based off. Yeah, I mean, like, didn't like, and like, then the fourth was it the fourth or the fifth one. I don't know, but like, like the tapes at the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? You saw the thing on like it was on TikTok or something where they were like the tapes were scarier than the movie, and it was like tapes of like a little boy like. Oh, like the audio recording. Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh. I saw that. So I mean, like. But do you personal like personally believe in some like stories that people tell about ghosts and stuff? Yeah, I mean like why not? You know. Yeah. I mean like we've seen crazier things, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. But like, think we thought aliens were crazy like twenty years ago. Maybe in twenty yeah. years we'll think ghosts are like whatever. Maybe we'll be living with ghosts. You know, probably not though. Yeah, I mean. Have a little ghost neighbor. I, I guess know? we technically are living with ghosts now. Yeah, whether like, we know it or not. Call up the Ghostbusters, you know. I personally don't know if I believe in ghosts or not. I, I think it's fun to entertain the tales. and mm-hmm. But, like Harry, I am very skeptical of um, other people's stories. Um, it's not that I necessarily don't believe ghosts are here. I believe they are, but I don't believe the full extent of what some people say happens. I think you just, like, can't... Like, you just, like, they, they don't really... You can't really do anything. They can't, like, touch anything. They're just kind of there. You just don't see yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to get into Harry's research. Cool. So I got most of my information from the Waverly Hills website, but I also got um, more of the paranormal stuff and the story from some website. I don't remember what it was, but they have a lot of articles on haunted places around the world. And I found their Waverly Hills article. So, um, so I just looked back in my history, and the site was called mysteryuniverse.org. A little bit of history on the building before we get into the ghost stuff. It was built on land that was bought in 1883 by Major Thomas H. Hayes. The land was used for his home and also as a school building for his daughter. The school was named the Waverly School after a famous author. And he liked the name of the Waverly School, so he just decided to call the whole bit of land Waverly Hill. Um... The Board of Tuberculosis bought the hospital a couple years later and also decided they liked the name Waverly Hill, so they turned it into the Waverly Hill Sanatorium. Um, The sanatorium opened up for business in 1910. It was built to house 40 to 50 patients, but because tuberculosis was so severe, 
it ended up pulling 140 at a time. Because it was so secluded from the rest of the state, it was considered a city on its own. It had its own zip code, post office, water treatment facility, and its own farms for growing food. They even raised their own livestock and used that for food. So Who paid for it? Like, Was it run by the government or was it just run by the organization? Like, was the organization part of the government? I'm pretty sure it's a government. Gotcha. Or it was a government um, organization, yeah. Hey, I'm editing right now. Sorry for the background noise. It is pouring rain outside. But Brock sounds a little bit far away while we are recording, and um, I just want to let you all know he's laying on the floor. But the Board of Tuberculosis, whether they're government or not, paid for all this stuff. And one of the most creepy parts about just the hospital itself, without all the ghost paranormal stuff, is that whenever someone came in, whether it was a patient, <laughs> nurse, or doctor, they were there forever. Um, it was like, once you come in, there's no coming out, you know? So they just had to move their entire life to this um, sanatorium. Yep. Yeah, and they had to cu cut all ties to the outside world. Like, they could send letters and stuff, but they weren't allowed to go out. I mean, to me, that's a little creepy, you know? Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. But I, I guess I understand, because you have About to... the spread, they didn't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Just like with COVID, we had a quarantine for a little bit. I'm sure they yeah, had I a mean, quarantine. And especially because... It was so overpacked at the time. Mm -hmm. There were, were so many people coming in. The only way to um, keep more people from coming in is to keep everybody that comes in from going out. Yeah. Stopping the spread of tuberculosis as yeah, a whole. Because it was so overpacked, they uh, decided to add on to it slash build a new one. It just kind of took that building, made it better, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so construction on that started in 1924 and opened for business as a new sanatorium in 1926. The new hospital could hold over 400 patients, so a lot bigger than it was before, which That's is good. good. Yeah. yeah. It was considered one of the most like high-class tuberculosis facilities of the time. It was super advanced in its technology and medicine, so good hospital you know um it closed down as a tuberculosis hospital in 1961 and they quarantined the building for a little bit they found the vaccine so there was no need for uh, a tuberculosis hospital right but then it opened back up a little later as just a regular hospital where you go for like a little checkup and stuff but that didn't last super long it um closed for good and became an abandoned property in the early 80s. Oh, I forgot to mention, I had a body shoot. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's probably the most creepy part of it. When someone died, they just threw them in the body shoot. And where did these bodies go once uh, they went into the shoot? Under the building. Just into the body pile. Body shoot to the body pile. That's disgusting. Yeah. Probably stanking. So did, did these... Um, people who died who went into the body shoot, did they ever get a proper burial or cremated sent to the family? I imagine if you go to the body shoot, you kind of stay in the body shoot, so... Yeah, it's kind of like Waverly Hill. Once you go in, you don't come out, you know? I, feel, I don't know for sure, but I feel like if they were going to give them to the family, they wouldn't throw them in the shoot first. I don't even think they would give them to the family, because they, they had, like... I mean, you were talking about how, like, it's a good hospital, like, it was very advanced in medicine and stuff. Th that doesn't sound very good to me. Well... 
we also have to keep in mind it was the 20s to 60s, so they weren't super So did, like, like, every hospital in the 20s and 60s have a body shoot and, like... No, nobody... it's just because it's contagious. You can't spread the disease because they didn't know how it worked. Yeah. So okay. when you, when you, when you, you can't give a body because it might still have that, like, yeah, nastiness exactly. off of it. And, again, it is 20s to 60s, so I doubt they were super concerned with that sort of stuff. You know, it's kind of like, this is what's most efficient for us. Um, helps us work fast. This is just throw them in the shoe. Into the paranormal stuff now? Yeah, onto the paranormal stuff. Um, so, people have reported experiencing shadowy figures, apparitions of patients, nurses, and doctors, which is my fancy way of saying ghosts, um, cold spots, which I've heard, I'm not super, like, well-versed in my paranormal, but I've heard that's a sign of ghosts. Cold spots. Yeah, so they say if you get a cold sensation or, like, a feeling on you, that's where a ghost is touching you or you're standing next to one or something like that. Okay, cool. I just know that from the movie The Sixth Sense. I so, see dead people. That movie? Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah. Anyways, cold spots, floating orbs, strange lights... Um, moving objects, electronic equipment going haywire, EVP, which is like the, the, the talk box or the ghost box where you can hear the voices. Communicating with ghosts. Yeah, it sounds all robotic um, and stuff. They've also experienced invisible hands. Can and you please elaborate on invisible hands? Invisible hands. If they're invisible hands, you can't see the hands. So, nobody's experienced hands you can't see if you can't see them. Okay, um, the invisible hands are touching them. Oh, like, so like, feeling someone touching you and not being able to see it. Yeah, like a hand grabbing you or something. Which, I mean, I guess that could be the same as just like the ghosts and stuff, but what I found listed invisible hands is separate. So somehow they know it's only hands and nothing else. Okay. Anyways, um, also, unexplained physical symptoms, like a raised heart rate, um, nauseous feeling, dizziness, stuff like that, sweating. Um, those are just some of the paranormal symptoms people have experienced. Paranormal symptoms? Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Um, unsurprisingly, one of the most haunted places in the hospital is the body chute. Um... People have reported aggressive spirits around the body shoot. Explain aggressive spirits. What makes them aggressive? Um, attacking. Like, throwing stuff at people, or... I'm, I'm sure... I mean, I haven't been there, obviously, but I feel like you just get that sense, like, this thing's here to hurt me, you know? It's okay. not happy I'm here. But with the moving objects I said before, it's like stuff has been thrown at them. Okay. Objects moving aggressively at them. <laughs> okay, so it's not like nice. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, not a nice spirit. A mean no. one. <laughs> no, mean. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're just angry because they were thrown in the body shoot. <laughs> I mean, I would be too. Like that's disrespectful. Yeah. I die, so you throw my dead body in, in a, a pile with more dead bodies. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just kind of like. Come on, man. I thought you were supposed to take care of me. Yeah. I didn't feel better. He killed me and threw me with a bunch of other dead people. Yeah. Like, was I not special enough for you? Like, 
give me to my family, maybe? Am I not enough of an individual? You just throw okay, me in the shoe? Okay, so the thing that confused me most about having a body shoe is mm. a lot of times with things like this, they will still cremate the bodies and give them to the family. Yeah. Because you... I'm, I'm sorry, but you can't just throw a dead person in a pile with a bunch of more a, a bunch more dead people. Yeah, no. I don't know why they had the body shoot and why they didn't do a cremating thing. I, I, I understand the body shoot. Throw the body down the chute, and then there's, like, uh, a line. No, no, just, like, a line of people doing their job. You know, take the body, burn it, put the ashes in a little thingy, give it to the family. You yeah. know, send it in the mail. I guess they thought, you know, our attention could be directed at the tuberculosis and not the body, so let's just put them in a pile instead of... If you're in a pandemic, this. you do make rash decisions. Yeah, I mean, but, but still, still, it's still like... people. Yeah, it's... It is just like a blatant disregard for other people. Yeah, and it's not just the person who died, it's, it's their, their family. family. Yeah. Body shoot is a bad place. <gasps> yeah. No more body shoots in hospitals. We are not supporters of the body shoot. We do not support the body shoot. Not on Bongo's Bunch. Um, yeah, so another haunted area is the Children's Pavilion. They have the ghost of a young boy named Timmy. He He's a nice ghost. He just kind of plays with things that are left there, like basketball, stuff like that. Um, yeah, he just likes to hang out. Likes to. He's a playful spirit. Yeah, playful spirit. Just having a good time. He's yeah. just like an innocent ghost. He's a child. Innocent yeah. child. He's not angry. Yeah. He's just having a good time. Enjoying his days playing basketball. So, if... Was there a specific, like, body shoot for the children's pavilion? Because if he's a friendly ghost, and he died there because he's a ghost now, mm-hmm. dead bodies went to the chute. And yeah. the chute is where aggressive spirits are. Yeah. Where do the children go? If he's still in the pavilion, or was he just attached to that area? Um, I don't know for sure. This is just me getting into my like my right. thoughts. You know, this. Yeah. I, I don't expect you to be able to answer any of my questions. Yeah, no. I assume that the children went to the same place, but most of the time, you know, children don't strike me as aggressive. It's just a nice spirit attached to the children's pavilion. Trigger warning, this next part of the podcast mentions suicide, so if this is a sensitive subject for you, please skip ahead a couple minutes. And if you are struggling with suicidal thoughts, please call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is 800-273-8255. One of the not-so-nice areas is room 502. It's haunted by two nurses, one nurse who hung herself and the other one who threw herself from the window. It's got to be a depressing job. Yeah. You know, the tuberculosis nurse. Dying people, dying children. Not being able to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So, that room is said to cause the people who enter it to feel intense sadness, making it difficult to stay there for even more than a couple minutes. Like, once when you walk in, you just, you want out as quick as possible. Yeah, not a nice place. So, this is one of the... St- stories I found um, of someone who actually went there and experienced some paranormal stuff. Um, I'm not using the names of them, so it's just going to be like this guy and stuff like that. Um, So basically, this guy and some of his friends, they went to the roof of 
the Sanatorium, which is another haunted area, um, like heavily haunted area. Um, and they started seeing figures moving around in the dark. They described it as shadows everywhere. One of the friends started freaking out and wanted to get out as quick as possible. So he was about to jump off the roof to get out because he was so scared. They were on the fifth story roof. Um, the other friends calmed him down and they all decided they should go out the way they came. So they started going down. They weren't running because it was super dark and they could barely see. They needed to make sure they could see what was in front of them. And they said shadows were surrounding them and there was banging coming from all around. The ceilings, the walls, the floors. Just loud banging all around them. Um, the night before it rained and since there were no windows in the air, in the area they were in, there were puddles on the ground and they said there were footprints coming from the puddles, like bare footprints, and it left a trail going down the hall. Um, they, as they walked past the doors to the patient rooms, the doors started to slam shut. And something flew by their heads and crashed into the wall. When they turned around to look, they saw it was a brick on the ground. So it was one of those aggressive spirits. Oh. Yeah. Um, so the one that wanted to jump off the roof, who was totally freaking out at this point, just started bolting. Um, their eyes had adjusted to the dark, they could see better, and he just started going for it. So there was some distance between him and the rest of the group, and two balls of light shot past them across the hall. And when they got to the end of the hall, it all just stopped out of nowhere. So that's, you know, I, I paraphrased a lot more than what I read. What, what they said was super detailed, like, really freaky. Um, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just some of the other prevalent ghosts in the area. Um, this is how I'm going to end off the paranormal discussion. Some of the other reported hauntings are a screaming elderly lady in bloody chains. Why? Okay, sorry. This is a hospital. Why is she in bloody chains? This isn't like a prison. Yeah, I have no idea. But it's an elderly woman in bloody chains. So, my question, is, is the bloody chain still there? Yeah. Like, she, they are on her as she's walking around screaming. So they're not... Oh, they're this not, is a ghost. Oh, I was thinking... So they're not like, real chains. They're a part of her ghostly attire. Like, they're... Yeah. Like, yeah. Not real. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm still just confused because you would assume, you know, ghosts appear to be how they were when they died actively. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, she must have died while screaming in bloody chains. What? Mm -hmm. Like, why is she in bloody chains? Uh, well, you know, it had this hospital had advanced medical equipment, but they clearly didn't care too much for the patients. Yeah, but why would they have her chained somewhere? I have no idea. Maybe it was just, maybe she was screaming there, like, isolation. Yeah, just chain her to the ground. We'll leave her in this, in this room. That's scary. Yeah. There's, this one said it has been described as a ghost and a demon. Oh. Yeah. Maybe he's just, like, a malevolent spirit. Like, he's a ghost, but he's aggressive. Yeah. So people might call him a demon. Yeah. Well, they call him the Creeper because he walks on all fours and climbs on the ceilings and the walls. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, he's a scary one. Um, I... 
Okay. Sorry, I just pictured it. it that, yeah, threw me, that threw me off a little bit. I wasn't PDA. expecting that. You know, everything else has been so far like, that makes sense. These people died there. You know, they were sick. This man is crawling on the ceilings and walls. Mm-hmm. People have described him as like a demonic appearance, too. Oh. Like not looking human. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the last ones I'm going to talk about are, are nicer ones. There's a shy woman who just peeks around the corners. Oh, that's cute. Say hi. Yeah. There's, but that could also be creepy. I mean, sure, it's creepy, but she's not, like, attacking anyone. She's just kind of like, hey, looking um, around the corner. Very, like, uh, ominous. Like, yeah. Like, peek a Yeah. Oh, let's go see what she wants. Where did she go? Yeah. Let's... She's just shy. <laughs> There's a shadowy ghost that likes to play hide-and-seek with guests. It's kind of cute, right? That is cute. Yeah. And then there are also doppelganger ghosts that <gasps> look exactly like the people that are, like, walking around. Oh, my God. Imagine imagine going to visit and you, like, hear something behind you and you turn around and it's you and you're like, oh. Yeah, right? Scary. So that's it for the paranormal stuff and just all my research on the Waverly Hills Sanatorium. That's... That was a lot right there. You did some good research. Thank you. So I thought it would be fun um, for this segment to um, do a spoopy rating on every spoopy thing that we do some research on and talk about, you know, Um, on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being, that's not scary at all. I could live there and I'd be fine. 10 being, if I stepped a single foot in that place, I might pee my pants. So, Brock, what, what... What rating would you give it on the spooky level, 1 to 10? Solid 7, man. A 7? How about you, Harry? Um, yeah, I'm with Brock. I'd do, like, a 8, I think, actually. I'm pretty scared of that place. So, overall, I feel like mine is going to be closer to a 6, because it, it didn't seem that scary until we got to the demon man crawling on the walls and the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, well... You know, they're getting bricks thrown at them, dog. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta think about that, you know. Don't, don't run any injuries. And in a way, you know, the footprints in the water, you know. Yeah, like, that yeah. freaked me out. That could have been like, this is the way, like this is the way, dude. Come on. Let's go. I, I guess I give that a seven too. Yeah. Yeah, that that is like, pretty. It, it's not spoopy as like I'm not gonna be able to sleep. But it's like, if I was there, I would be scared. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't fear my life if I went there. But, like... I'd fear my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I saw the creeper. So, um, after our spoopy rating, do we believe that these stories, that these um, accounts of of these people are are real? Do we do we believe in what what they are saying? Why not? I mean, I think so. I mean, if it's, like, a tourist attraction and people are going and, like, people are saying stuff, you know, constantly, when, yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't think a whole bunch of people would lie. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. I... I... I believe some of it. I don't know how I feel about the story that I told you guys. I, I feel like that was... 
a little exaggerated. Maybe exaggerated, but I believe it. A lot of it was like, oh my god, it's dark, and this is creepy. You know, when you're in a dark place, yeah. you see things that you might not, and it's creepy. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of that, you were like, oh, um, they were sweating, your heart rate might get up, you might be dizzy. That's all signs of anxiety, dog. Yeah, yeah. those are all so like... They were, they were scared. They were totally scared just people. scared. So, I believe most of it. I, I definitely think it's believable. Oh, it's a cute little ghost that'll... You know, play with toys, you leave him. Yeah. Oh, maybe uh, something falls off of a shelf if you're if you're near the um, body sheet. You need to bring Timmy an Xbox, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not sure I believe the whole demon Give him dog. Give a PS4, and... dude. Come on. <laughs> but he's tired of playing with balls. And Did I like... say demon dog? I don't know what you said. I'm listening. not sure I believe in the whole demon man crawling on the walls and ceilings or the lady screaming and walking around in bloody chains. But, you know, most of the, the more, you know... Tame. Tame. Yeah. The, it just... It went from five to a hundred really quickly. Yeah. It went from, oh, people say that this happened and that there's a lady who peeks around a corner and then all of a sudden there's this demon man crawling on all fours on the ceiling. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, that's a little iffy to me. I feel yeah, like totally. it could actually be haunted, but it's not haunted to an extent of... Um, yeah, they are trying to kill you in there, but then mm-hmm. some people who are really into this stuff are like, oh my god, I saw a demon. Right. So, some people might be ruining it for us, I don't know. Yeah. Um, my last and final question. Would you stay there overnight? No. Well, no, I would not. Yeah. I, I'd visit, I'd be like, I'd visit Timmy, give him a PS4 or something, like, like, some Call of Duty or something, but that's about it. Would you stay there overnight, Harry? No, I'd probably visit for like an hour, and then an hour like at most. So, you, so you would drive to, is it, is it Kansas? Kentucky. Ken- you would drive to Kentucky only to stay an hour? Are you serious, dude? Like, who drives to Kentucky with? I mean, if like, you just happen to be in like, Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, obviously I'm not actually going to like yeah. go there. I Except we are tuned into the TikTok where we spend a night at the... That's night. not true. That is not <laughs> true. <laughs> you want to pay for the gas, Gary? We are not no, doing that. Yeah. We are not doing that. We are not... No, not for TikTok. Um, I I think I, if I was staying in the children's pavilion, I would stay there overnight. But if I was staying in room 502 yeah. or wherever they saw the demon man crawling on the ceiling... Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm sure Demon Man would not come visit me in the pavilion, so... Probably not. I'd feel safe if I was with Timmy. I think Timmy protects the pavilion. Probably fights off the Demon Man. Alright, I think that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy the spoopy time segment of the Bongo's Bunch podcast. Um, this will be continued. We will um, have multiple parts to the spoopy time segment, so if this is something you enjoy... Um, stick around and if it's not something you enjoy we do plan on covering other topics um, and if you guys have any like suggestions for topics or you know if you enjoyed this you want to see more of it than what we plan to do or you didn't enjoy it you can let us know in the comments on whatever yeah comment uh, it under the podcast you can comment um, go to our bongos bunch tiktok it's literally just bongos bunch um, you can dm us you can leave it on a comment under one of the tiktoks yeah. Just um, give us some suggestions, give recommendations. Us some yeah. yeah. Um, thank you all so much for watching. Anyone that watched the first Listening. episode, whatever. Anyone that listened to the first episode or is listening to this one. Thank um, you. Yeah, we really appreciate it. We're having a, a blast doing this. So.
should that should show you how much fun he's having. I hope you can hear how far away he is. <laughs> Alright, peace out. Um bye guys, thank you. Bye, hope you come back for the next episode. <laughs>